Welcome, fellow adventurers, to Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles. Grab your dice bags and ready your imaginations because we're about to embark on a journey through the wild, wacky, and wonderfully disastrous world of D&D. I'm Michael, the one with the imposing bald head, beard, and glasses, and alongside me is the ever-wise, bald, and bearded Matt. Greetings, listeners. Our combined years of DMing have gifted us with tales that are too good not to share. We have celebrated the missteps, the critical fails, and those characters who have left the tavern but never quite the starting village. <laughs> That's right. Whether it's a campaign that met its untimely demise or a character whose dreams were dashed by a well-placed banana peel, we're diving into the moments that were dead before they started. But it's not all doom and gloom. We'll also explore the gems hidden within the chaos, those unforgettable NPCs who stole the show, unexpected alliances that save the day, and the camaraderie that keeps us rolling those dice. So join us every week as we roll the dice of destiny and share stories that make you laugh, make you cringe, or even inspire your next adventure. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcast fix so you never miss an episode of Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles. Welcome in to episode number two. Dose. And we are ready for you guys we're we're ready to roll the dice of destiny just like oh, we can't wait just like we will every every time we're in this uh in this situation uh we, we got a couple things new to try for you but um we're gonna go right into yeah, the dice cool of destiny right Ooh, and give away. you a nice yeah straight away dice nice. of destiny go ahead and roll right, them dice here we go dropping it in Ooh, got a nat 20. Oh my gosh, you know what a nat 20 is? Nat 20 is the best one. So nat 20 is the wild card. Wild card, how wild? It's kind of our choice. We get to do what we want. That's the best part. Nat 20 is the wild card. Uh, We get to choose for whatever we want to talk about right now. So I guess... That leads us into what do we want to talk about then? Because now we're <laughs> so throwing ourselves off. Now. So many choices. I mean, we've got put ourselves in a box, and then we just broke down the box. Yeah, we broke down the box. Yeah. So one of the things um, we, we talked about before we started the show was uh, some G, uh, GM or dungeon master tools that we're, we're looking at, right? Mm. Um, and the one that I use more, um, and I think yours is going to be similar uh, for distance dungeon masters is called Foundry VTT or Foundry Virtual Tabletop. Oh, yeah, the online one. And we've used that, yeah, the online one. And um, the thing I like about it is that you can have maps, you can have vision, you can have walls, you can have doors, you can actually build in traps, you can... um, Fog of War. Yeah, Fog of War. Um, And you've experienced that as a player, not as a a dungeon master, which we can have that unique perspective on. Um, But the coolest part that I like about that is you can actually connect it to um, uh, D&D Beyond, which we talked about last time. Yep. So you can and, import your character sheets straight to the, the foundry. Mm-hmm. And, and and if you do spells, like the Patreon abilities. for that, like there's like a module. If you do the Patreon for that module, it goes back and forth. So whatever you change on Foundry VTT would change in D&D oh, cool. Beyond. We don't have that. We just have the one way. So we change it on yeah, D&D Beyond and then it comes over. But... Um, the thing I do like the most about it is that from a distance, you can have those, um, your battle maps. 
Yeah. Right. Maps are so important. And in certain situations, it's really nice. And there's a lot of people out there that have already made these maps already. So I just import them. It's so nice. Oh, cool. Um, I think the only person that is in the same town as us for that session we're doing is you, right? You're in town Mm -hmm. with me. And everybody else, Montana, Sheridan, Wyoming, and then Denver, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're in the same region, but we're not in the same, like, cities. Yeah, so it's nice we can hop on a Discord yep. call. Yep. Log into a browser and we got our maps, we got our characters. Oh, yeah. And I run that through right now through a Raspberry Pi, right? I run that whole thing off a of Raspberry Pi, which is awesome. Oh, you have to set up the server? Yeah, so I set up okay. the server. Now you can use it with like a Mac or a Windows PC as well and run it and it runs its own server off that too. Okay. Um so you don't have to have it separate. You can actually have host it on your own host machine and go through everything that way and it's just a website that's just you know, it yeah. goes right through the web, web browser, and it's great. Um, I've even even included a couple times some music, right? We had some epic battle music going on yeah, when we were doing stuff. And, the ambiance. Yeah, you can do that. You can change the weather. I could change the weather to raining or snowing, and it changes the whole map look. Yeah. It almost and, feels like it, it turns D&D itself into like a video game. Yeah, almost. Almost, yeah. Like, you don't, don't have all the flashy graphics, but no, it's no. there's a lot of automated things. Um like if you put a light spell on your sword, mm-hmm. it puts that light aura around your character, lights up the area. Yeah, it's at, it, and like a torch or something like that. It does yeah, those torches. things. Um, and, and I really like that for it. The only thing that I, I struggle with is when you give your players permission to move their characters, they could accidentally move further than what their player is allowed to move. So you got to be careful as a as a DM to get that. I think there's ways around that. I think there um, you can set limits. I've played with another person that had that set. Okay, up, so. uh, I just, maybe I just haven't figured it out, out yet. From my understanding, there's a lot of uh, it's technical. a lot of settings yeah. to this this thing. So, but it's really nice. It was, and the best part about it is it's not a subscription. You pay for it once and you have it forever. Nice. You don't have to get all the updates. You don't have to. Um, pay per month which is the one bonus why the only reason i bought it is because then i don't have to pay it again it was like 50 yeah. bucks and i'm done forever and like i said it, it has so many unique features that i can't even go through all of them in a, so they have in an a big episode. like open source library where you yeah. get lots of resources and stuff oh it's insane and and people are always doing module like when i say modules that's the open source piece where you can get modules from more than one nice. source and you can get like campaigns all completely done you mm-hmm. can get um connections like i said to D D beyond and all sorts of different things, like roll tables, you name it, can all be incorporated. Damage is automatic when you get hit. I do you can, like that piece. It's, it, it just made life easier. Or like when you do like, you know, you do a spell, right? Mm-hmm. It, whatever the spell is, everything is automatic. It tells it, and it'll even roll the dice for you yeah. automatically. It's so cool. Now you, you still can't have your players, they want to roll standard dice. They can roll standard dice and then tell you what they got. It can happen. If you trust um, them. If you trust them, but I don't trust I don't trust you as far as I can throw you, so I don't let you roll your when, regular when have dice. Have I ever been dishonest with you? All the time. Okay, like every day. Hey, I Amen. You forget we spent a lot of time together for a while there, you know. So <laughs> yeah. I, I I figured you out pretty quick. I don't know. I, I oh, like yeah. you, super sneaky, but I don't guy. trust you. Yeah. <laughs> it's because we look the same. It's kind of weird. It's like a weird like black mirror moment mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, yeah, just like that. Um, yeah, there's just a lot to it, and there's um, too much to it, honestly, sometimes, because I get overwhelmed, or yeah. setup sometimes takes a little bit longer than I want, um, but it is very unique to be able to do it at a distance, so. So, a similar tool that I like to use, um, I'm sure everybody, and if you haven't heard of it, uh, it's called Roll20, 
It's a also an online uh, way to play D and D. Um, you you can start a free account or there's a subscription that you can pay for, yeah. but um, you can build your maps. They have lots of character tokens, um, and you can bring in. As far as I know, I don't know if you can just port in D and D Beyond character sheets, but they have a character sheet that you can yeah, put yeah. all your stats on and mm-hmm. run your character through this program. I think um, they do have connection. I think you have to pay. I think you have to be on the oh, okay. the premium subscription for that. But I also think you can even bring over your books too, and your. Yeah. I, th- I think because I know that. I think you, you can have to buy your, them on their website. Oh, you have to buy it through Roll20? <laughs> okay. Wrong. I um, know on the one I was just talking about, Foundry, right? You can actually bring over, if you have it on D&D Beyond, like a campaign oh. or a compendium, right? It'll come over. You oh, can you cool. can bring that over, too. Yeah. I just don't have any over there. Yeah. So that's I'm a the cheapskate. Problem. I don't pay for Roll20. Yeah. I use the free version. <laughs> but even the free version, I mean, yeah. I've tried the free version. I've done it. Yeah. It confuses the crap out of me, so was, I've, I've never used it. Yeah. I used it. Um, we did some online sessions uh, before... We found out about Foundry. We used uh, Roll20. We also used it to have, instead of me drawing out a map every week, mm-hmm. I just build my maps in there. And then mm-hmm. we had a TV uh, placed on top of our table. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. we just projected the map onto the screen of the TV and put the character on the TV screen. And Yeah, I've, I've seen those. I've wanted to, like, I've actually wanted to build a table, like a game table that mm-hmm. has the TV built into the table. Oh, I love those. And then it's just sitting there and you can pull your map up. Because you, you can do that with Foundry too. You can bring, pull your map yeah, up and do yeah, the same yeah. kind of thing, right? Um, so I've seen that and I love that. And there's new tables coming out all the time that actually the tokens, like your character tokens, little uh-huh. like people will actually do the fog of war and something like that too, where it notices where, where it is. It's actually kind of cool. I've that never, I've seen videos, but I don't know how good it is. Yeah. But I mean, we're, we're talking about roll 20 right now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going off on a tangent, but roll 20. Yeah, if you're looking for good, like yeah. a, just a cheap, it's, it's not too difficult to learn Um, way to get into playing D and D online. I think mm-hmm. roll 20 is pretty good. Yeah. Um, You can pay for the subscription and get a bunch of premium stuff with that. And don't they have like, even with a free version, if you just create an account, you can also join other people's oh, yeah. sessions as a player yeah. as well. Or even What's like, great is they have be a DM on their too. website too. Yeah. They have a big community that you just go on there. You can find people looking for games and yeah. You yeah. Know, just meet people, play D and D online. It's great. Especially if you don't have a group. Like if you're in a small yeah. town, there's no group except you can't find any friends. You know, like I originally had never played D and D until Hetchin sitting next to me got me into it. And um now we're in a podcast. Crazy, right? Yeah. Um he kinda it's one of those things where I'm figured it out. I, I liked it enough that I kinda went down the rabbit hole. And you will have that moment <laughs> of rabbit hole. Oh my gosh, it's it's crazy. I brought you like know. how many did we get? Four people in four. This yeah. Year we started I I started a a campaign with four people, mm-hmm. four new players, and I watched the crack addiction seep in. And <laughs> it wasn't a crack; it was instantaneous <laughs> for me. I know that. Yeah. I don't know about the other guys, but it, it was, was instantaneous for me. I even went and bought one of the the resin three D printers to print miniatures. Yeah, and I still haven't <laughs> painted them. They're sitting behind us, actually. If if you look behind us, they're you know, you guys can't see how they're yeah. listening, but yeah, they're over there. So, but I, I went was- way way into it. More than that. Maybe that's what I'll talk about for my wild card. Oh, you you want another wild card? We going? Are we? Are we? We we got to roll another dice of destiny to get a wild card. Oh, was the tools? Yeah, that was that was our wild card choice. Yeah, we got to go again. 
Oh, you're gonna no, break. You're, he's, breaking, he's, breaking story. he's breaking the rules. He's breaking the rules. But I guess we don't have rules you know, in D and D. So D and D podcast needs a D and D story. <laughs> I feel like. Okay. All right. D and D story. Here we go. Okay. So this year, uh, we, I decided to DM, bring in four new players that have never played D and D, but they were interested. They they're a little. Uh, they they'd heard of it, but mm-hmm. never got the chance. So. I decided to give him a little sample. I was the the crack dealer giving a little uh, <laughs> oh my god a little sniff to my my little that's a, that's a terrible analogy with our profession. So oh, just you know, right. but Sorry. it's okay. It's okay. I I, I dig it because it's D and D and it's outside of our profession. But it's okay. It's just funny. No, you're good. <laughs> the uh, addiction. PG. Did... Put it back to PG. Right. Yeah, so uh... <laughs> gosh. All right. Uh, Anyways, uh, we we get together. We I walk them through, uh, you know, character building rules, give them the rundown. Uh, everybody gets their characters put together, and we we do a little quick like open session where mm-hmm. we have that that first quest to give them a little taste, right? Yep, I remember this one too. Yep. And well, um, over the course of the next couple of weeks. You know, we were playing every couple of weeks, so um, over the course of the next couple of weeks, uh, questions started rising. I get text message, hey, do I need anything? Should I bring things? Um, what What are some good tools for me <laughs> to have in d are, are you talking about me or are you, you talking about everybody? Everybody. Okay, because I, I kind of like this. I inundated you a little more than them, I think. Probably. I, I, think so. I always think the most, but I also knew you the but best. So I'm like, hey, yeah. you, you guys... You should get your own dice set, right? Mm-hmm. They're real cheap on Amazon. Yep. Get just get one. Dice who, who got? Set. Who bought the most Starts. dice? That's the question I'm going to ask you right now. Who bought the most dice? I think you ended up with the most. I I bought a lot of <laughs> dice. What 120? Di- 120 think, dice or something like that? Yeah, like ten think, sets or something. I think I people know, started. Got. I think everybody got one set, right? Yeah, everybody so had at least play. one set. Yeah, and then and then, then they everybody started, started getting the 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 dice trays, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I went crazy and got a dice tray with a with a little uh, rolling roll tower built in, and I went a little, which we're using. We have it in front of us, but it's uh, I went a little crazy there. Yeah, a little so, more than they did. So, they went yeah. they f- went full off the side of the cliff, mm-hmm. started grabbing up everything, mm-hmm. big bags of dice. Yeah, because you you gotta have multiple dice. If dice one jail. dice, dice yeah, jail, dice man. jail. You gotta Actually just train your dice. <laughs> you know, if you have a bad dice, you gotta train it up with the oh other ones. Oh my gosh. Um, I just saw a DM screen that had a dice jail, like magnetized thing to put your dice into. No it was, way. oh, yes, <laughs> it was literally a little jail to set your dice into. I need that. I, I, I know. I, you roller. really need that. Okay. I I, that was a tangent because we talked about the dice jail and it was, it was yeah, yeah. grand, but I just saw it. You can buy it. It's like, it's on Kickstarter, I think. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Back to the back Slow, to the addiction. Slowly over the next couple of sessions, we we have more dice at the table. Mm-hmm. Now we have dice boxes, dice towers. Yep. Um, and then and then you forgot what you bought as the DM. Uh, oh, I bought maps. Yep. Like, I yep. never bought a map before, mm-hmm. but I bought uh, laminated maps that mm-hmm. I can draw and erase. So on. you went down the rabbit hole too. Except yeah, I was like, how well, often do you are... forget to draw a map? I always have maps. No, don't lie. I, don't lie. There was multiple sessions. <laughs> or you forget to bring them. Well, or you, forget you guys to, yeah. go off on tangents. I'm like, okay, well, now I have to make up a map today. <laughs> yes, we do. I, I just follow Which whatever happens. little thing you give me, and I'm like, yes, let's go. Yeah. yeah. 
This guy, this guy sees candy and thinks it's the, the BBFG. It's like it's like the candy, the candy truck, man. Yeah, yeah. It's candy on the side. Oh, candy, let's go. Or BBEG, sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, it, I, I do agree. Crazy. We went kind and of insane. I saw how play how crazy my players were going. I'm like, well, I need to step up my my mm-hmm. game a little bit. I need maps. I need to yeah. immerse the. Immerse you still need a DM screen. You don't have one of those yet. I That's don't. the only problem. I don't have one either, but I don't DM yeah. from in person. So someday I want one of those really fancy mm-hmm. like, wooden. Ones, I almost you know? bought you one for Christmas. Oh, I almost. Aww. But I was like, you know, I don't like him that much. <laughs> I, well, I I built you. I made you. I made you your little miniature, your little you lizard guy. Own miniature. I got your sweet. own miniature, which is cool. cool. Yeah, you still need to paint it, don't you? I do. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> with that said, you know, once you get into this world of D and D, it is. It becomes. It, it seems cultish when you're outside of it, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna tell you now, it is cultish because <laughs> yeah. you you get in and it sucks you in. Oh yeah, because it's a lot of fun. Because there's so many different things you can do. You don't have to conform, right? If you're yeah. an imaginative person or have an imagination, D and D is great for you. Yeah, because D and D doesn't have to be fantasy. It can be sci-fi. It can be. Oh, yeah. Really, any genre. Like I know there's a Star Wars version of this of D and D. Basically, it's not D and D, but it's fiction, like, yeah. yeah, you can do, you know, like I know they have Warhammer, but think of like the Civil War. You can do Civil War stuff. I mean, it's all sorts of things you oh, can yeah. do. Like it's just it's whatever your imagination thinks up, you can do. Yeah, you know, and and the DM tells you if you can or can't do it, or your character's abilities tell you if you can or can't do it. Mm. Right, like that's really in essence D and D. For me, in all of this, was my favorite part was watching you for go down this rabbit hole oh, yeah. of like buying new stuff <laughs> and looking up. Oh gosh, yes. character building mm-hmm. tips and watching YouTube videos for this and oh, that. Oh my and, gosh! I, I, every time we leveled up, I was like, "Oh my gosh, there's something new!" And there's like 20 choices. Yeah. And the only thing that that is a bummer is now that we don't have the D and D Beyond with uh, your buddy that had all the books, mm-hmm. we don't have all the extra stuff anymore. We're gonna have to get some books. Well, I mean. Yeah, I'm getting sneak. I have a couple books. Sneak preview for everybody else for one of our ne- next episodes. We're going to be re- recording. You know, I-, I got a tool for that now. Sweet. So we're set. But we'll, that's just sneak preview. We're not going to talk about it now. But okay, be ready. It's coming like really fast. Yeah. So, um, I, and that's just the thing is, you know, it's it's limited only by your imagination, not limited by ability levels. Anybody yeah. can do it. My daughter, who's six years old, can do it. Which. Leads into another thing. You, you can actually get your kids into this. Oh yeah, you know, and and it, it's at a very They'll basic come up level. With crazy stuff too. Oh gosh, yeah. And I mean, it's I did this one with my daughter that was you know we didn't even use a big dice. We used more of like a, a d6 dice. But yeah, um, and a d6 for those of you that don't know, it's just a regular dice that you play like craps with. Like a it's a six sided dice. So like d6 dice that has six sides. That's really as simple as it is. D20 dice with twenty sides. Simple stuff for some of those people that may not know. Um, but I found this free kid-friendly D&D yeah. that had a little adventure. She didn't even have to really create her character. She just got to pick one, right? There are these little pictures, and I was like, yeah. gave her a description, and she got to pick what she wanted to do. And um, for like two weeks, she begged me to do that every single day. And guess <laughs> what? I did it every single day. It was great. Yeah. Um, she kind of fell off it a little bit, but we just got busy. But I it's do like you think... Guys, you, want, you guys wanted to play every day. Every oh, day, every I still want to play every day, oh, but um, our DM to my right here did not get us set up very well for that. We have not done anything well, listen, in months. You understand just as much as yes, I, do. I do. 
family, <laughs> things get in the way. Oh yeah, everything always gets in the way. But the thing would be the best thing that you can do for yourself is even if you can't do it, still try to make a time and figure it out at some point. Like it doesn't mean you have to play every single week. It doesn't mean you have to play every two weeks. It doesn't mean you have to play every month, right? As long as you know what the story is, you guys can pick it up anywhere. It doesn't really matter, right? That's yeah. the best part about it. Oh, yeah. Um, everybody thinks, oh, I have to have dedicate a lot of time. You really don't. I want to take some notes if you're going to yeah, stretch yeah. it out too long. Yeah, <laughs> definitely take notes. Um, but I think the the biggest piece that I can take away from D&D is that, you know, you can do two, three-hour sessions, which we normally do, right? It's a little bit easier yeah. when you do a little bit longer session. You can get more done, but you you can do an hour session. Yeah. You can. I mean, our, the one I do is two-hour session, and we're done. Yeah. It's like eight to eight to ten or something like that, but... I feel like... You know, it's a two yeah. to three hours mm-hmm. kind of a sweet spot. It's like it is. you get into it just enough to get yeah. a taste and you can kind of finish some stuff. Mm-hmm. I think anything less, you don't get much done. Yeah. Anything more, you're you're starting to fall asleep. You, yeah. You get a exactly. little tired. It gets yeah, a little yeah. exhausting. We still need to do and I think what would be really cool for one of our podcasts is do a long session bot long session for our podcast, but a long session for our um our session. Like and we just do a yeah. long session. We can record it as part of our piece and maybe break it up into a couple couple episodes in a way. Well, we did um, that over uh, Christmas break. You remember that? Uh, we we had didn't. Like no, a we didn't. Day long session. We did not. We remember we didn't make it happen. Yeah, we did. I wasn't there. Yeah, you were. I was. Everybody brought a bunch of snacks and we, we just didn't sat do it day long. Like, There's no way. It was like five hours. I guess. Okay, fine. It was five. five. I, yeah, it was, it was gonna a say, long. I still think we need to do a longer than that though, and do a full day to get more. Like because we were Possibly. struggling to get stuff done. But it is what it is. So, and you know, you don't have to, like what we're trying to say is we like doing it longer and we know the sweet spot's about two to three hours. Yeah. But don't get discouraged by the time commitment. You don't have to stick to that time commitment. It's more your dungeon master. If you're going to be a DM, you get to decide how long it's going to be. And if people can make it, people can make it. If they can't, not a big deal, right? Um, It's really fun when people aren't there because you can (laughs) make stuff happen to them Without them knowing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember our bard? Yeah. Uh, I'm going off a tangent here because I like this because he, he, he missed a session. Remember? Yeah. After he, after he was lit on fire. And we told him, you know, there's going to be consequences for not being here at our session. Ooh. And he was like, the spiteful there team. is? Like, <laughs> there's going to be consequences? Like, oh, yeah. Best part is he's a bard. So we made him, or I did as the DM, I made him and said, you have to come up with a song regarding what happened to you before, you know, when you got set on fire, et cetera, and then got left out and had to just hang out and sit and do nothing, right? Because you weren't there. I didn't actually do anything with you. Pretty creative. Um, And it was extremely creative. Uh, Well, it was extremely creative for me, but at the same time, he did really, really good, didn't he? He plays a good bard. He plays a great (laughs) bard. I I, Maybe one of these days we can get him on the phone and and have him do one of his bard inspirations um, and get him in this podcast because he is... Honestly, he's hilarious. He comes up with songs on the spot. <laughs> on the spot. We can, Perfect. I, mean, I, I think he's done, what, five songs in, what, four sessions we've yeah. done? <laughs> he comes up with a song. Every, oh, yeah. And he'll one. make, and he'll randomly make it up. And they are, I will say, they are not PG. So <laughs> we will warn you before that episode of, it's not quite PG for you because he says some things that are a little bit um, on the on the side of uh, of something like this. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. He says 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 some choice words every once in a while. Maybe we'll have to have an after dark. 
Ooh, episode. maybe that'll be our After Dark episode. Maybe we'll just do one After Dark. Or maybe that'll be a separate podcast. We'll see. We're, we're, th- we're something and throwing ideas out there. So um, we're, we're getting close to the end. Do we want to do one more roll of the Dice of Destiny and do a quick little segment before the end because we're getting close to our time here? Short stories. Nothing. Short stories? Yeah, short. We'll do our Dice of Destiny and we'll do short from that. Yeah, yeah. Sound good? Then we can get some longer ones next episode. Next episode. All right. So you got okay. the Dice of Destiny here. Dice. Ooh, here we go. We got a nine. We got a nine. Let's see. Nine is unconventional allies. Okay. So um, what unconventional allies is, it says unexpected alliances or partnerships that formed during a campaign. Okay. And we can keep this short. Like, this is going to yeah. be short, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I I have one, but it kind of comes in from our last episode a little bit. Right? Go for it. The little girl. Unconventional ally, right? She oh. was actually a an NPC that I created, yeah. right? That wasn't really supposed to be a big part of the story. They never are. They never are, <laughs> right? And she... All she really did was give important information about how she met with this, the black spider. Yeah. Right. Um, character. And just say that, just more give you the information of she was here. Yeah. And that was all that she was supposed to do. But she became an endearing character for the party. So as a DM, I naturally just had to roll with it and bring her into the fold of yeah. more important NPC than just, hey, this lady's here. So, well, you know. You either do that or. You're going to fail because we're going to yeah. pursue this little girl. No yeah, matter always. What, so. always. Yeah. This is, you're just going to follow the, you're going to follow the rabbit hole like they always do. Um, but she, she is, you know, we haven't gotten any further than, than that really other than trying to find the little girl because I made her get kidnapped because they liked her so much. Yeah. So then now trying to get rid of her, but yeah. we're going to go find her. Exactly. We're not so, that, let it go. so they're not going to let it go. But I think that's the thing of, um, where I'm taking it, and it's going to be an unconventional ally. It's not there yet. The story is not finished, but I will tell you now, as the DM, there is going to be a un- that it will be an ally, or it's going to be something where they're following down, and maybe she helps them out, maybe she doesn't. Yeah. Um, you know, so there was one, and then there was the the tavern innkeeper bar guy, the big old scruff guy that used to be a warrior that you guys kind of got into it with. Or, well, the bard got into it with. Remember that? I don't remember this one. You don't remember this guy? No. He's the one that, like, gives you, f- he lets you stay for free at the inn. Oh. Yeah, the, every night he lets you stay there because you guys are trying to do good by the people. Yeah, yeah. And that's all he wants. And so he's an unconventional ally because he came out and helped fight once just randomly. Yeah. Because. But we had beef with him in the beginning, right? You had beef with him in the beginning, but he didn't hold it against you. Yeah. And he came and helped you anyways. Okay. And he, he came out and he, honestly, he, he kind of helped you guys out of a scrap, actually, because you guys were getting wrecked, and he just came out of nowhere and just helped you a little bit with some of the ruffians in, in town. Was that when we... Did we fight a bunch of imps in the bar? Uh, no, not imps, no. That's a different campaign. No, that's, mind. A, yeah, it's not, that's not story this for another day. Uh, it was apparently a story for another day. <laughs> so that was that was mine. Those were the two unconventional okay. allies that we've had in my story that I that will probably come back to play again. Ooh. You never know. Like, actually, I have a good one you for know? this one. All right, let's hear it. Um, so we were doing an evil campaign. Ooh, yeah. evil campaign. We hadn't, at this point in the campaign, it's still kind of early. We haven't done anything too evil, right? Um, but 
we get out of the first town and we come across the classic horde of goblins. Oh, know, dang. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ambush it from the trees and the cliff sides, blah, blah, blah. Yep. yep. Right. Well, Normal. we dispatch of them pretty easily, but mm. we, there's one left, right? Oh, we're, we're evil guys. We're like, and, and goblins we, are pretty much like you're just kind of going back. If anybody doesn't know about goblins or D on this D and D podcast, they're pretty much, they will, they're scared of cats a little bit. Yeah. When they, especially when they're by themselves. Oh yeah. Okay. Just, just making sure you guys know that it's probably part we're of that. tough when there's a lot, but yeah. Yeah. yeah um, but like we could slaughter this guy, mm-hmm. or we could recruit him. Oh, did you guys? You did not. You did we not did. recruit we, this goblin. Well, we got a big scary death knight. Oh um, gosh, okay. It's a paladin homebrew, mm-hmm. and he he snatched him up real good. You know, real quick, <laughs> okay. tied him up and gave him the old intimidation check, which isn't too hard for a very charismatic death knight. Yeah, agreed. Um. So we recruited him. We asked him about, like, you got any friends out there still or, mm-hmm. you know, of any goblins? And we we want you to go out, find your kind, and amass an army for us. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll give you a big reward at the end and, you know, more than just living, but we'll, mm-hmm. we'll bring you something good. Okay. Um, and meet us outside of this this first town that we left. Okay, and we'll we're gonna storm the town and oh, burn gosh. it down. Oh, you know? oh my god! Yeah, because your evil campaign got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went off You're about the evil our adventurers, not the good good doers. Okay. Yeah, he agreed. He was fine with that. He went mm-hmm. off and found some people. And how big um, of an army do you bring back? Well, not big enough. Oh, yeah. Ouch! How many? So we 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 went off on our own, and he came. He got his army, and we we came back and met on the day that we agreed to, and. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of found the the army uh, didn't make it. Oh, the guards uh, took care of it pretty easily. So, oh, um, so he brought him back and then that spot, and then he got ambushed by the yeah, city they, guard. They, okay, they took him out. Okay, um, okay. All but right. it was it was fun for All a while. Right. We check in on him once in a while and get little reports and updates from him and some oh information gosh. about the surrounding area. Yeah. Hmm. He didn't make it though. That's <laughs> rough. Uh, I think that's a good place to end our second episode. Thank you guys sure. for tuning in. And Catch here's our time. here's our outro, guys. Bye bye. Bye. And there you have it. Another episode of Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles, wrapped up in a critical success. Before we ride off into the sunset, don't forget to share your own tales of misadventure and mayhem with us. We'd love to hear about your characters who met their fate before they could say critical fail. Absolutely. Reach out to us on social media, hashtag dead before it started, and let us know your favorite moments from today's episode or any epic fails you've encountered on your own tabletop escapades. And if you've been enjoying our stories of woe and laughter, be sure to leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Your feedback helps other adventurers discover the podcast and join our ever-growing guild of storytellers. Until next time, dear listeners, may your dice be kinder than a gentle breeze and your campaigns be as legendary as the sagas of old. Farewell, adventurers. Keep those imaginations soaring and those dice rolling. Be sure to join us for the next episode of Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles. <laughs>